Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Overeaters Anonymous Special Focus 100 Pounder Meeting. Today is Wednesday, the 9th of March, and we're delighted to have our speaker, Amy A., with us. Amy is from Pennsylvania, and she came into OA in the early 1990s. So, uh, Amy, it's over to you to share your experience, strength, and hope. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, thank you so much. Um, and <clears throat> my name is Amy. I'm a compulsive overeater. It's so great to see everybody today. Um, yeah, mixed emotions. <laughs> it's great to see everybody. And I am scared. I'm terrified. I don't, it's so funny. Um, at least I can laugh about it, you know. Um, I've shared my story many times. Um, happy to be here. And, you know, just the sheer numbers of this group, like, scare me when I see 127 participants. Um, I'm sure that's the most people I've ever shared my story with at one time. But um, at the same time, it's, it's um, truly an honor. And I, I really love, love this meeting. It's, uh, gosh, I've come a few times and... Uh, you know, being the hundred pounder, I can, I can certainly relate. So, um, you know, I'll just get started. Um, I believe that I was probably a compulsive overeater, born a compulsive overeater. Um, I, but I did not start compulsively overeating until I was in my mid twenties, I would say. Um, and there are no um, people in my family that I know of, extended family, my, my, my mother's side, my father's side, there are addicts that I know of either. Um, there certainly was dysfunction, I'll put it that way, and we'll leave it at that. Um, so I'll just start talking. One time a, a long timer said, you know, just talk about the crazy things you did with food. So um, I, I think that's what I'll do. And, and of course, recovery, the recovery and the incredible program that this is. Um, I started, when I started um, compulsively overeating, the volume, it wasn't volume really. Um, I was in college, I would go to a, if I was a, perhaps a little stressed out or something. I go to a, con a convenience store on the corner, you know, and I'd get a small bag of um, something and it really wasn't food. It was, you know, something, you know, I mean, it was food, but I don't call it food now. Um, and I would eat that to, I don't know why, you know, when I was studying for this big test or something, I guess it calmed me down a little bit, helped me with some anxiety. And, um, you know, but it progressed, you know, this disease is so progressive in my experience has been my experience. And I will preface everything I say, of course, you know, this is my experience and what I do. Um, the whole, I believe, take what you like, leave the rest. Um, but then I remember um, passing a vending machine on the way to my summer job and Every morning, I would have to get something out of this vending machine. It was one thing. I think it was pretzels. I don't even like pretzels. I don't know. But anyway, um, 
and I hope it's okay to share name foods. Um, but it was just, you know, one thing, but I remember not being able to get past the vending machine without getting something out of it. And that sounds bizarre, but maybe some of you can relate. Um, I remember the feeling when I was in college and getting studying and things like that, um, not like being drawn to the, I remember telling sweet mates or whatever, I was drawn to the convenience store. It was like a magnet, you know, I had to go like it was something was pulling me, you know, and I thought it was kind of weird, but a bizarre, um, but anyway, so that went on and um, uh, I never had success, honestly, losing weight, maybe for about five minutes years ago, you know, maybe I did. Um, I remember one time dropping a few pounds, but it just kept, you know, it just kept increasing and increasing. And I just remember every season I had to buy the next size, at least the next size, every season, um, the next size up. And, and it, it was very frustrating. One other little thing with my weight, I remember trying to reach down, it's a little thing, but reach down and tie my shoes and I couldn't reach my shoes. I was in a chair and I thought, what is that? I mean, I really had no idea why I couldn't tie my shoes and it was my, my belly was in the way, you know what I mean? It's kind of comical now, but I mean, it like just little stuff like that. Um, and then, um, geez, let's see. I don't remember how I found out about OA. We do publicize it a lot in these little flyers like um, or little newspapers that go around. I think that's how I found out about OA. I don't know how I found out about it really. But I went to a meeting years and years ago and I could, like they were talking about somebody who just got out of rehab for food, which I think is fantastic. But at the time I couldn't, I couldn't relate. I didn't get it. I, they were clapping for her. I thought, oh my God, this is so weird, you know, but so I left, but you know, <laughs> the seed was planted. And when I was ready, you know, when I was ready. Um, so I got married um, moved to the area in which I live, which is only about an hour and a half from where I grew up. And it, that whole thing of moving away from my family and everything, and then switching jobs and the people, new people to work with, that whole thing just was very stressful. And I think I started eating a lot more then. Um, and I just pack it on the weight, you know, and just really pack it on the weight. And um, so I started going to meetings um, in, in this, in the area that I live in now, I live in Southeastern Pennsylvania. And um, there were some wonderful people and we read out of OA literature, you know, or big, the big book, but no one was abstinent. We weren't, no one was abstinent, you know, and like, I have my experience, I have to have somebody to show me how to do it, you know, I, I didn't know how to even, I, we read the literature, I love the literature, but um, we just didn't have anybody, you know, there, it's not right or wrong, it just, there was nobody there, and so I did that um, for a while, and then um, 
Uh, then one day um, we were scheduled to go, my husband and I, to a birthday party for my best friend's son who was turning one. Uh, no, it was his, her daughter turning one. And so it was a big birthday party and we're going to go. Well, again, we were arguing. We, we, used, we argued a lot and we were arguing. And this particular day, he did something different, <laughs> which I still can bring me to tears. But um. I'm emotional kind of right now, but um, he said, I'm not going to go with you to this thing and pretend that we're, you know, pretend we're getting along great when we're not. So he refused to go with me. And that was very different for him. <laughs> you know, that was very different, but that's exactly, that's exactly what I needed. And I remember where I was sitting and I thought I was like, there was so much humiliation and, um, and I, I needed that. Um, and God used that, you know, my higher power, I believe. And I was like, I remember thinking it's very vivid. Um, and I have a terrible memory, but anyway, I was thinking I'm going to go. I, I don't care how far or where I have to go to I'm going back to OA because that's what I need, because I need help. I need some serious help and I need a sponsor. And I never had a sponsor before, but that scared the, excuse me, the crap out of me to get a sponsor. But this time I knew I had to have that kind of help because this, this was getting bad. And so I did. And at that time you had to get on, it was called, it was dial up on your computer and it took forever. And I, I looked up away and the meetings near me and everything was far away. And I went to, I live near Hershey, Pennsylvania, where they make the candy. And you'd think there'd be like a hundred meetings and there aren't, are none, but anyway, no, 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 there are, there are, I'm sorry. There are, there's at least one, but um, I went to Hershey. I went to some other areas around there's a coal it's coal region up here so i found some wonderful people again um but i i couldn't find any recovery there was no recovery um so then somebody said why don't you go to reading reading you know pennsylvania and so that's where i went and it's an hour away and for 20 some years i've been driving an hour to get you know and i'm not saying that to brag i'm saying that because that's what I'm willing to do because I, I can't do it without meetings. You know, I mean, I love these zoom meetings. This is, this is probably my favorite meeting, but I also need to be with people, you know, um, because I'm a real isolator. So I started going down there and this was before the years before the pandemic. So I started going down there. Um, there were a bunch of people that were abstinent years of abstinence, you know, and so I finally, after months, called somebody, I couldn't ask in person, terrified. You know, I have this terrible fear of rejection, whatever, you know, um, no need to go into that. So I called her and I, I liked her. She was quiet. She was nice. She'll be nice to me, you know, <laughs> and that's all I cared about. And, uh, and so I called her. I said, would you be my sponsor? And she said, I would be honored. And I'm telling you, I will never forget that for as long as I live. Um, never. 
because I was so afraid. I, I didn't know what she was going to make me do. I had no clue. I, you know, when you're brand new, you're brand new, you know? So, uh, so that, you know, was really incredible and, uh, the most loving person I think I've ever met so much recovery. Um, and it's exactly what I needed, you know, and I find in this program over and over and over again, um, exactly what I need. Just got to throw that in there. And, um, so then I got abstinent. I lost 60 pounds. I, um, was working the steps, the whole thing, um, going to meetings two or three times a week, um, working the program. Um, I don't know what happened. I picked up, you know, there was no good reason. Who knows why? I don't even know why I did, but, um, there never is a good reason to pick up, but, um, I did. And, um, so then I relapsed. So I have had, uh, I, and I'm being perfectly honest, I've had several relapses and, um, with, but I must say with each relapse, I've learned something very, very valuable. And, and I like, for example, um, with this last relapse, I, I, and hopefully I don't forget these lessons, you know, cause we do have a built-in forgetter as they say, but, um, like I, I know without a doubt that I, um, I can't do it without meetings. You know, meetings are only one tool, all the tools. I use all the tools, but meetings are absolutely crucial. I won't stay abstinent if I don't go to meetings period. That's my belief. Now, if I, if I'm sick for a while, I broke my foot. I was, I couldn't go for a while, but then as soon as I could, I was in a wheelchair. My husband was pushing me into meetings. Um, you know, I have a very, very supportive husband. Um, I've been, I have, um, I have very severe depression, um, and anxiety. Sometimes he drives me to meetings. We're very, very blessed. He can do that, you know, right now, cause I have trouble sometimes driving. But, you know, um, but now, and, and then uh, I'm just trying to think I lost my train of thought. Um, the other thing I've learned is that I knew after this last relapse, for me, I've never been one just to jump back on. I could never jump right back on maybe one time, you know, like once I broke my abstinence. Um, which that doesn't have to be part of relapse does not have to be part of your story for any of you newcomers. Let me tell you that right now. It does not. And for many of you probably here, it has not been, it's part of my story. So, um, I, um, I learned this last time I was so in so much despair. And I thought when I relapsed, um, and I'm abstinent about three, three years, at least three years. Um, and, um, this last time I knew, I knew, I knew that, well, I didn't think I could, I was ever going to get abstinent again. It was just so, so, um, much despair. I thought, cause I was so consumed, you know, allergy of the body, um, and the phenomenon of craving obsession of the mind that is, you know, I can relate to that when I read that in the big book, that is me, that is me. 
Um, and when I, so I must abstain that, you know, I must abstain um, from, I heard it. No, I won't even share that. But, um, you know, people say, oh, you have to stop. You still have to eat. Well, alcoholics still have to drink, but they, you know, I will share that. I, I guess I, I'm supposed to share that. Like alcoholics still have to drink. They just don't drink their trigger foods. I still have to eat. I don't eat my binge foods. Um, I know what they are and um, I, I can't stop at one. I don't need any more experience to tell me that I can't have just one. It's so much easier to have none, right? Than to have one. And um, so this program has taught me these things. And um, people who've gone before me have taught me, you know, and if I want what a big turning point for me to I'll share was, if I want what they have, I have to do what they're doing. You know what I mean? If, if it's not working, if something's not working for me, one time I had to look around the room to the ones who were abstinent for a lot of years and what are they doing that I'm not doing, number one? Secondly, if I'm not doing that, why? <laughs> you know, I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, I'm just as sick as they are, right? They're not, you know, I'm not um, any different. And um, I'm, a, I guess, a garden variety compulsive overeater. Um, so, one of the things people in my area do, for example, is they weigh and measure their food. Um, does everyone have to do that? No, 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 that's not true. You know, we have all these different plans, three, zero, one, so forth. When I weigh and measure my food, I know how much I'm getting. It's clear as a bell, it's clear as a bell. For example, yesterday I went to a restaurant. I don't weigh and measure when I go out. They brought rice. Rice is something I can have for a carb. I looked at that thing and I was like, I try to eat, you know, roughly what I'm doing, three ounces. I looked at that thing that looks like about three ounces. The whole entire meal, I'm trying to going back and forth, thinking it's more than three ounces. It's let no, it's three ounces. You know what I mean? Like the craziness, the craziness, you know. Um, when it hits the scale, which is fine, it all worked out. I talked to my sponsor about it. Um, you do the best you can, you know, when you're when you're out and stuff. But and some people weigh and measure when they go. I, you know, there's no, there's no right or wrong way here. Um, I don't think. Um, I've had various food plans. They all work. You know, I just gotta follow one. You know, I mean, anything, any food plan is better than. Um, going to the dollar store and eating, wiping out um, a shelf of, of uh, snack foods and like candy and eating a half gallon of ice cream. Honest to God, you know, anything is better than that. So, but, but, but we do have individual needs at the same time. Some of us have an allergy to gluten, whatever, you know, diabetics have to really watch in those cases, of course, you have to, in my, you got to seek out medical 
you know, nutritionist or somebody, you know, I'm not qualified to tell somebody what to eat if they, I would have no idea what you should eat if you have, you know what I mean? If you have celiac disease, I know somebody in our, our area has that. So, um, yes. So, you know, um, I, I really apologize. I had, I had pictures to share with, with, I have pictures and if I, I couldn't find them, I just couldn't find them. I'm very sorry. My top weight was 260 pounds. I'm five, five, four and a half. Um, I now weigh 150, 157. I weigh myself once a month. I might be 155. I, I forget what the last one was. I weigh myself only once a month. If I go to the doctor, I get on backwards um, and just tell them I don't want to know. And um, only because numbers screw with my head. They mess with my head. You know, whether it's numbers, like if I'm trying on clothing, oh my God, I'm that size? I thought I was much smaller than that, you know, um, or numbers on the scale, uh, numbers mess with me. So I just, you know, I've been told wait once a month. Okay. I'll wait once a month. And, um, but again, that's just what I do. That's just what I do. It doesn't mean you have to do it. Uh, trying to, the program the people in the program are incredible in this program. Um, I've been on a lot of retreats and conventions and the fellowship, and I'd rather spend time with you guys than anyone else. That's the absolute truth. <laughs> um, I'd rather go on vacation pretty much. Um, you know, it's so much easier when you don't have to deal, you know, when you're with, with another program person and um, it can be done and I will do it. I'll do whatever it takes, you know, to um, remain, you know, abstinent just for today. And I pray for that. I pray for that every day, the willingness and the ability to do whatever it takes um, to remain abstinent. But, you know, you can go anywhere. Um, you can go anywhere. I've been on I went to a trip out west, west, western um, United States, and in like the sequoias. And what what was that trip we went on? Yeah, I think. And I remember they were going to have some sort of lunch where it was just barbecue. And I thought, okay, you know, because I brought a protein. I don't eat barbecue anything. I don't know what's in it. So they are not going to have a vegetable. No way are they going to have the would you believe they had Caesar salad? That's something I can eat. It's just, it's just unbelievable. You know, when you put like this much effort in, when I put this much effort into this program, my higher power meets me all that comes all the rest of the way. Absolutely. Every single time there's days when I'm so tired and I don't want to get up there. And I feel like I don't want to get my, I get a real attitude. I don't feel like, you know, getting my, um, you know, not, it's not even hard, you know, but I'm like, well, I don't want to pack my lunch for God's sakes. You know, that's like, it's the worst thing in the world. I don't want to pack it. And it's, it's, it, and I'm always so grateful, so grateful that I did because then there's no worry. There's no worry. And 
like it's three meals a day with a whole lot of time in between a whole lot of life there's time for life you know and that's what this program has given me um many 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 things um just trying to think when else i my son is a senior now he's gonna go on to college you know just traveling to colleges to visit with him uh, he's going to be, he's going to be in the play. It's so exciting. It's just like, so, and when, when this kind of thing, like these events and these things or the birds watching the birds, I love to watch the birds, wild birds. And, um, we have some that migrate not far from here. And I went down thousands and thousands of snow geese headed toward our friends in Canada, you know, and, watching them take off it's just incredible it's absolutely incredible and um flowers and you know i just have interests and things um, my son plays in the high school band love that love the band they have 125 kids it the music is incredible they get into it the the kids love it you know and it's, it's just so you know and if i'm eating i don't care about any of that, you know, it's, Five more minutes. thank you. Thank you. I don't care about any of that really. Um, it just goes down the toilet, you know? And the one thing I heard recently was with addiction, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm binging and eating, binging, um, I give up, um, everything for one thing. I give up everything for what I love. And if um, I'm working, if I'm in recovery, um, I give up one thing for everything. It's that, I don't know, that's been on my mind lately. And it's incredible, absolutely incredible. When you think about it, like we're, and I know it's so hard, like, oh my God, I don't want to give up this for the rest of my life. I can't, I can't do that. And the thing is, you're not going to give it up for the rest of your life. You're only going to get, I'm only going to give it up today for today. And secondly, um, you're giving up one thing for everything. Um, this, this is a fantastic program. It really, it's the only thing that has ever helped me. It's the only, absolutely only thing that is, that has ever helped me. And um, I think my time is probably almost up. So I think that's all I have. So I'll uh, just um, turn it back over. So thanks for listening. Thank you so much, Amy.